ready to create the impactful and profitable business you've been dreaming of? It's all possible. We've done it ourselves after leaving careers in law and clinical practice. Like many other professional women, we wanted the freedom and flexibility to live life on our own terms, and we felt the pull to be more present to our growing families. But we still felt drawn to contribute, to build, and to create. For us, that looked like founding software companies, but for you, that may look different. Our mission is to help other ambitious women build and grow businesses on the internet. Starting up online can be overwhelming and isolating, but it doesn't need to be. Join us for honest conversations about what it really means to grow an online business that aligns with your values and adds something meaningful to the world. I'm Sandy Connery. And I'm Jenny Barcelos. And this is the Soulful MBA Podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. We love audiobooks and we suspect that you do too. Because you're a Soulful MBA listener, you can get an audiobook of your choice and a 30-day free trial over at audibletrial.com slash soulfulmba. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash soulfulmba for your free audiobook. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Soulful MBA podcast, episode 125. I'm Jenny Barcelos, and I'm joined with my co-host, Sandy Connery. Hi, Sandy. Hello, Jenny. Today, we're talking about seven tips for stellar social media content, well, stellar social media videos in particular. And we wanted to do this episode because video is increasingly important on social media. It has been for years, and I think it's going to continue to trend that way. And the episode we're going to share with you today is really about any video, not just live video. So it's relevant for live video, but it applies to videos that you're uploading into social as well. When I was scrolling Instagram the other day and I actually had my sound on, which I never do, it was like video, video, video. Like it was just shocking how much on Instagram feed is video versus pictures. So yeah, yeah, this is really important to understand and get it right. And I feel like that change is happening more and more, right? Yeah. Okay, so we have seven tips. And so the first tip we want to share with you is to make sure that you have a clear goal and purpose for your video. Yeah, I think this is probably like the first step. You can't just create a video without understanding what the purpose of this video is. So some examples could be like, do you want to share behind the scenes? Are you prepping people to get ready to hear about a launch that's coming? Are you just trying to get engagement? Are you trying to get feedback from your audience members? Like, why are you creating this video? Yeah, and I think you should really consider how a single video fits into the larger editorial calendar that you're creating for your business and for your social media presence. And so a single video on its own in isolation maybe is fine to do from time to time if there's something, you know, in that moment that's going on, something unexpected happens or there's a major life event or business event or whatever. But really, uh, this is a business that you're running. And so you should be very strategic about your presence on social. It's different than just having a personal account. And so you should have a clear goal and purpose for every single piece of content that you're putting out. It should fit into a larger puzzle of the plan of your business, right? Okay. And then so number two, the the second tip we want to give you related to video on social has to do with knowing where to share. Yeah. So I think I think video is accepted on all platforms like Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, everywhere. But um, it doesn't mean you need to be everywhere. You need to decide where you're going to show up. And because that does have some bearing on how you're going to film that video. 
Yeah, well, so it's it's the aspect ratio partially, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're primarily optimizing for phones, um, so if you're doing Instagram, you should be optimizing for phones. So you're going to want to film in the horizontal aspect or, or vertical aspect vertical. ratio. And if you're trying to get on somebody's Facebook feed on a desktop, it's going to be the other way, the landscape view. And so you like part of it is just technical, right? Like how are you actually going to set up your equipment, your camera, your phone? Which way is it going to face? But the other piece of it is your audience is a little bit different everywhere, right? So every platform that you have a presence, you'll notice that you have a little bit of a different audience because we as people gravitate towards certain gathering spaces based on who we are and what we're all about. So our community on Instagram is pretty different than our community in Facebook and then on a page versus a group and very, very different than our community on Twitter. And so we really want you to think about who the exact audience is that you're focusing on for that video and really create that video for that one social channel and for that one audience. Now, it doesn't mean you can't repurpose it, but just, just like picking your quintessential client and targeting your marketing message to a single person, we want you to target your video content to a single audience on a single platform, on a single device. And so that really requires you to drill down and figure out where are my people spending their time and how do I reach them best in that space? And so video is is probably going to be the answer because you're, you're going to have higher reach. Most social platforms optimize for video at this point. And so they're going to show your content to more people if it's in video format versus a still image. But it, you know, you got to go a little bit deeper there too, to start to figure out who who's following me on this platform and what should I be saying and how, you know, like how should I show up there in order to have the responsiveness that I'm looking for? Yeah. And I would just add to that, Jenny, that the um, like a year ago, you really would have to think about vertical video for Instagram and horizontal for Facebook. But today, I think it's much more accepted that you can have video, a vertical video in your Facebook feed. And people don't think it's odd or strange because they're used to seeing it on the desktop. And, you know, so many people are on their their phone. Yeah, that's for right. Facebook. So if if in question, I would now do vertical video, which is just crazy to me that and there's all these apps and platforms that help you change horizontal video into vertical video, which, you know, forever, it was like, we were always telling people to turn their phone, like, don't take your video in in, in vertical format, because you'll have these black bars beside it. And now it's like, have the black bars on Facebook and film in vertical. So it looks good on Instagram. Yeah, which is I just totally so agree. Funny. If you have a question, optimize for mobile. So optimize for for tall portrait. Um, mode when you're filming. And, um, and you know, I just want to say too, if you're filming from a laptop with a webcam, for example, which I know a lot of our clients do, because that's how you film for Namastream for the most part, then there are tools that you can use, including iMovie to help you, as Sandy said, edit that video down into vertical. So it doesn't mean you have to only film with your phone. So we just wanted to throw that out there. But the point is to figure out where your audience is, to optimize your video content for them, and then to figure out what your setup is so that it's really easy to reproduce that again for the next video. So we don't want you to have to... It is a bit of work to figure out how do I edit this and how do I set this up and where do I sit or stand or move, right? And so the best advice that we give any new online business owner in our space and in our, you know, any of our clients is to give yourself the grace to play with this a little bit see what works, and then find out a way to track that so that you can easily reproduce it. And if that means putting painter's tape on the floor for a while, marking you know, how you set up your camera or your phone, make it easy to do it again um, because that's half the battle. 
Okay, so that brings us to our third tip we wanted to share with you today for how to have stellar social media video content. And that has to do with creating a compelling headline. Now, a headline is something that's going to grab a viewer's attention when they're in the scroll, right? And so the beautiful thing about having video is that your imagery is also going to do that. But I think many of us are readers, right? So there's like now that platforms, as you said, Sandy, are getting overwhelmed by video content. I think the headline is really, really important. Yeah. So the headline is, you know, similar to the actual headline you would write on the top of a blog post or a caption or something like that. But it needs to stop the viewer, stop them and have them listen to you. So you don't want to come onto video and say, hi, Instagram family. Um, I just thought that I would pop on here because I'm sitting in my backyard and it's beautiful, you know, and ramble on about yourself and why you're doing this video. You need to to speak clearly to that um, viewer and catch them with the first line or two about what is so interesting about what you're about to teach or talk about that they need to stay has nothing to do with you. So it needs to be a really powerful statement that hooks them into the video so that they want to sit and listen to you teach. Totally agree. And so this is also really important if you end up going on a platform like Instagram TV, IGTV, because your headline is actually clickable. So you want to like think again, think about where you're putting this content and then that's also going to shape it. So when you do a Facebook video, um, you have a very clear headline or subject line that you use. When you're putting just putting a video on your Instagram feed, a headline doesn't really show up. So it's really the caption is where you would put the equivalent of a headline. But when you're doing something like IGTV, when somebody goes and plays that video, that headline is there front and center in that video. And it's a clickable link that goes to a description that has more clickable links within it, right? And so that headline is incredibly important. We want you to have that written out strategically before you go into a platform to upload content. We want you to sort of have your video mapped out including the the headline. And it should be something that really captures the attention of your audience when they are on social. Yeah, but I just want to emphasize that they also have to speak it. They have to say oh, yeah, it. It's absolutely. not just it's not yep. just a visual thing because yep. people are listening and they need to be, sort of sit up and go, what is, I need to know more. So yeah, yep. it's not just the written headline. It's the spoken hook. Yep. Yep. Totally agree. Okay. And then the fourth tip we wanted to share with you has to be just a simple outline. And so some people are advocating on social that you would have a full script for all of your videos. We are not of that mindset. We don't script anything that we do (laughs) pretty much for the most part. We operate on an outline format. And I think that even though it allows a little bit of jumbling to go on. It's not always perfect. It's much more real and authentic um, to work off of an outline. So you still make sure that you hit the key points that you want to hit. You have something like three to five points written down, but you don't write out the script. I I think it's very tricky if you do that to not read from it. And it's almost always obvious if you're reading from a script. Yeah, that is absolutely not the way to do it. But having, you know, a sticky note beside the camera with your points laid out, and I think too, to involve story. So giving examples of how you discovered it, or what your experience was, or a client's, you know, a conversation with a client, or, you know, something sort of real life that's really rooted in your teaching is is really helpful. And then once you teach those three to five points to always summarize it. Um, It may seem very obvious to you what you just said, but just teach and then give a nice summary for so it's all tied up. 
Yep. And just in case you're wondering, this is also how we do our podcasts. So we're giving you sort of the inside playbook about how we do these episodes. And and this works the exact same way for video. Okay. And then the fifth tip we wanted to share with you has to do with a very clear and compelling call to action. So again, you're not creating video content for social in a vacuum. This is part ideally of a, a larger blueprint or a social media content calendar, a strategy that you have, either you're prepping for a launch or you're working to grow your email list. You have a reason for creating video on social. It takes time and energy and you wouldn't do it for no reason, right? So we want to make sure that you have a clear call to action and every video should have only one. So one resource or one ask that you're making, it could be, hey, go follow, go like my Facebook page or go to this website, www.xyz and sign up for my free checklist, which outlines all of the points we just shared today. Like you're going to have something that you're asking people to do or forward this video to a friend or DM a friend about this if you thought it was useful. Like it doesn't always have to be about buying something or collecting an email address. There's lots of other really amazing calls to action that you can can you know ask for on social but you should know what that's going to be going into your video yeah and so and even if you don't if you're early early stages and you don't have opt-in set up and you can always just say like tell me your story or your experience or ask a question in the comments below. And if you are posting video to IGTV, I think it's really helpful because this platform is very new um, to tell people to click on the title because they don't know that you can click on the title of that and all the caption can come up and there's the live links that they can click on. So just say at the end of the IGTV video, like click on the title above and you'll see the link and blah, blah, blah. So Yeah, I think this is wrapped up in that first point of understanding the purpose of this video. What are you trying to do? Where do you want them to go when they listen to it? Exactly. This podcast is brought to you by the Namastream software platform. Namastream is an easy to use platform that helps you build and sell your own courses, memberships, and live stream programs. Go from idea to open for business in just minutes. You can learn more at namastream.com. Okay, and then our sixth tip today has to do with using captions or subtitles on your video. And so in some platforms like Facebook, if you're doing a Facebook Live, for example, and then you're waiting for that live to process into a video, there is an option that you have to add captions or subtitles. I think those are the same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you you know Facebook has robots. They've built robots that can go in and listen to your video, the audio and then type it out, right? So it's like a, a it's like watching a foreign film. And you want to be able to do this whenever you can because we live in a noisy world and a very noisy internet and social media feed. And so I think many people are scrolling and don't necessarily have the sound on, right, when they get to a video. And so if you have um, captions scrolling across your video and it, and you're talking about something that's interesting to that person, they're more likely to go ahead and turn the volume up and tune in. And so if you're not doing this in a platform like Facebook where you have the option natively to include those captions, there's a lot of outside software and other apps that you can use, many of them free or very inexpensive, to go ahead and add that extra detail to your video content. Yeah, it's a bit tricky for Instagram. Facebook is off, it's easy. You just 
you just turn it on and it will do it for you. And you can go through it and just make sure. So for us, like the word Namastream, the robot never gets that word right. So I usually go in there and just correct that word so that the company name shows correctly. But for Instagram, so the little tool that I found recently, and I actually haven't used it on Instagram yet, but it's called Clipomatic, C-L-I. P-O-Matic. And you can record your your video into this little app, and then it will add the captions for you. And I played around with it, I tested it, and it's really, really accurate. And then you can go and make a few little changes if you need to, like on the word Namastream, or if you have a tricky um, company name. Yeah, so there are those platforms that are there to do it, but you have to know prior, in this case, that you're going to, you want to add captions, and you have to record the video with this um, actual app, you can't do it later. But I'm sure there are lots of things out there, like actually, Jenny, you found Handbrake can do it as well. Yeah, yeah. So there's a, a tool that a lot of our clients use for compressing videos before they upload them into Namastream. It's called Handbrake. There are lots of tools like this. Um, Handbrake's a pretty easy video compression tool, and it's free to download from the internet as a web app. Um, and you can actually burn that. You can take an existing video and upload it into Handbrake. And in addition to compressing it to make the file a little bit smaller, you can also hard burn the subtitles onto the video itself. So I just with a ca- I want to give the caveat that I have not used this feature of Handbrake before, but we can link to the tool if you want to explore it for yourself. So for example, if you have a whole bunch of video content, maybe that you made for a launch or a challenge and you want to repurpose it and you hadn't done what Sandy's recommending and use an app like Clipomatic to actually record the video content um, and have the, the captions automatically appear, you can go ahead and after the fact upload existing videos into Handbrake. And I know that we have a, a few, we've heard from a few clients that are um, working with deaf students. And um, I think we we can go ahead now and recommend this as a resource to them as well. So if you're working with people who have um, hearing issues, this is also a really nice tool, not just for, you know, capturing somebody's attention on social, but there are, there are free tools that you can use to add essentially closed captioning into existing video content, which I think is great for people who, who need to be able to do that. Deaf and hard of hearing. Yep. Yep. So, okay. And then the seventh tip, the final tip that we wanted to share with you is just a reminder to make sure that you have an amazing thumbnail for your video. So pretty much every social platform allows you to upload a different thumbnail than the wonky, likely wonky wonky one that's going to automatically appear once you upload your video or do a, do a live video in the social channel. So um, you want to make sure that your still image, that your, your thumbnail image is also really compelling. And so you should think about, again, what is the goal of the video? Sandy, you, you know, on Instagram, you've talked about IGTV and really wanting not to have like a you know, something that's kind of too pretty with just words on it that's kind of too formulaic, but really your preference has been to see, you know, see, make it look like a still mm-hmm. image of a video of people, right? That that seems to be yeah, converting so higher. My recommendation if you are doing video on Instagram and putting it onto IGTV is you can take like a, because it's vertical format and usually your video is vertical. So you're, if you're doing like a face to camera video, you kind of fill up that frame and the preview will show on the, the Instagram feed of a square image and it will take the center square. So often you're cut off at your eyes. So if you are doing that, I would take just a selfie shot with get, giving yourself about one third of the, um, the shot, uh, just space, empty space above your head so that when it takes, when it turns it into a square, that it's like you're 
not cut off. So you kind of have to do a second image for that preview that will show on the feed that is that works as a square. Yeah. See, Sandy is so wise about IGTV. <laughs> Listen to her. And I mean, I, I have also seen it for some video content um, where people are, are going into programs like Canva and Photoshop and, you know, and making beautiful cover images. And I think for some people, based on what they do, that may make sense. Um, but if you, you know, you've got to figure that out again, going back to point number one, what is your like goal and purpose? And so you'll know, I think, what kind of thumbnail you should create. And you can play around with it, right? Like see, try creating a couple of different kinds of thumbnails for videos and then see what gets more clicks and yeah, what gets and more just, views. The reason that I haven't done that, Jenny, is because I think on IGTV, the title shows, like the yeah. actual title of the video already shows. So you'd have text on text for yeah. a brief second. And I don't like the way that looks. And then I think uh, it can be helpful in your main feed to have the topic of the the video. But I just, I don't, I just personally like faces right now. And that may change next week, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> As does everything with social media. Okay. Well, so those are our seven tips. Again, tip number one is to have a clear goal and purpose. Tip number two is to know where to share. Tip number three is to make sure you have a compelling headline that's going to capture someone's attention and make sure you say it verbally in addition to typing it out. Tip number four is to have a very simple outline on a sticky note, three to five points max when you're starting to film. Tip number five is to make sure you have one single call to action that's in alignment with your larger goals. Tip number six is to add captions or subtitles to your videos. And tip number seven is to have an amazing thumbnail that is relevant to your brand and your goals. Nice summary, okay. Jenny. Nice. <laughs> see, see how we did that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you should do that in your videos. Okay. And so let's go ahead and dive into the joy and hustle for the episode. And I have the joy this week. It is the Benro. I hope I'm saying that right. The Benro Let's Go. I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> and what it is, is I can't believe I bought a selfie stick, folks, but that's what it is. It's like a selfie stick that folds into a tripod that also has a remote control. It's really great for video. I bought this. It was from Glazier's Camera, which is the best video store. And it's a camera store. It's in Seattle. If you don't have this store, I'm sure you can get it on Amazon. We'll find a link and share it in the show notes. It was only $29. And again, it's a tripod for the phone. It allows you to have your phone set up in either portrait or landscape view. It has a remote so that you can start your video you know, from standing far away, which I know is really great. And it also folds up and extends into a selfie stick, which I have not done yet. I've actually not oh, used come it. On. I'm a little bit You're embarrassed. I'm a little there. embarrassed to even walk around <laughs> with a selfie stick. But um, for 29 bucks, and if you're, you know, if you're in the business of online business and creating social media video content, I think you can't go wrong with something like this. And it's worked for me so far for that price. It's pretty amazing. Great. Um, so the hustle this week is an article that came out by uh, Wistia, and it's called the social media video checklist. And so they've got something like, I don't know, 10 points on here. And uh, I think it's worth a quick read. They go in a little bit more detail of, you know, things that aren't so relevant to us, but it might be worth a quick read. Yeah, they, they're they obviously teaching people how to do video because they're a video hosting platform. And uh, they talk, they go into more detail about sort of videography yeah. and, and sort of the technicalities of video. So if you're a video aficionado and you're really excited about making video, I'd recommend 
checking out their blog in general. They've got a lot of great resources, which we will link to in the show notes. And our CTA for this week, Jenny, is just go <laughs> like us on Instagram at Namastream. Come like us on Instagram and follow what we're doing there. That would be great. Okay, <laughs> folks, we'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Ready to go from, I really want to build an online business, but don't know where to start to, wow, I've just sold my first digital product. That's exactly what we're going to help you do during our free Become an Online Teacher course. We've created a simple five-day email-based course to teach you everything you need to get started as an online teacher. By the end of the week, you'll have a digital product that's mapped out, priced, and ready to offer your community. Head over to soulful.mba slash teacher to sign up. It's totally free.